Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 11 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we continue our study of the Come Follow Me materials for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, looking at the week January the 4th to January the 10th, covering Joseph Smith History 1, verses 1 to 26. I saw a pillar of light. We have looked at the background and context behind the first vision, uh, the the world as it was, or the local area as it was at the time of Joseph Smith's uh, searching. We've looked at the actual steps and methodology that uh, Joseph Smith took to try and receive an answer for his prayer. And today we're going to look at the events leading up to the moment that he sees his first vision. So, uh, as we read yesterday, um, Joseph Smith is at the point where he decides that he's going to go and ask of God. Um, And in verse 14 of Joseph Smith's history, it says, So in accordance with this, my determination to ask of God, I retired to the woods to make the attempt. It was on the beautiful morning of a beautiful clear day, early in the spring of 1820. It was the first time in my life that I had made such an attempt, for amidst all my anxieties, I had never as yet made the attempt to pray vocally. Now, we obviously... Usually, as we read this um, Pearl of Great Price account, we don't really get an idea or a sense of, you know, if there's any preparation, if you just walked into the grove of trees randomly and found a place to to kneel down. We, we're not sure where the inspiration to do this came from. Um, but as we research a little bit into it, uh, we find out a couple of things. First of all, this clear day, early in the spring, and... Um, w- there are actually weather reports from the year 1820, believe it or not. And if you look at these weather reports, um, it seems that there is only really one potential day in the early spring where it was a clear day. It was a day that perhaps Joseph wouldn't have had duties on the farm or in the, you know, on the, in the family business, uh, usually on a Sunday. And that was March the 26th of 1820 on Sunday, March the 26th, um, now, of course, we don't know if that is the actual day that that took place, but it does, you know, a lot of evidence does seem to point towards that. So it's interesting that Joseph would have, you know, gained the mind of Joseph. He, he would have picked a day that he would have the time to go and pray. I mean, it was early in the morning, so perhaps it was before any duties on the family um, chores and jobs had to um, had to do that. But it does say on the morning, so, you know, um, it, it's possible that he would have had a bit of a quieter day to be able to go and do this uh, prayer. Also, um, when you look at Lucy Mac Smith and her account, uh, she was very clearly of the of the understanding that to ask of God was something that should be done. In the actual manual, there are some wonderful quotes by um, by individuals who were as part in part of this laying the foundation of the restoration. And uh, Lucy Mac Smith Smith has a quote in this section. Uh, and I'll read it. It says, quote, In about 1802, I was taken sick. Said I to myself, I am not prepared to die, for I do not know the ways of Christ. And it seemed to me as though there was a dark and lonely chasm between myself and Christ that I dare not attempt to cross. I looked to the Lord and begged and pleaded with the Lord that he would spare my life, that I might bring up my children and comfort the heart of my husband. Thus I lay all night. I covenanted with God that if he would let me live, I would endeavour to get that religion that would enable me to serve him right, whether it was in the Bible or wherever it might be found, even if it was to be obtained from heaven by prayer and faith. 
At last a voice spoke to me and said, Seek and ye shall not find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. Let your heart be comforted, ye believe in God, believe also in me. From this time forward I gained strength continually. I said but little upon the subject of religion, although it occupied my mind entirely, and I thought I would be able and I and I thought that I would make all diligence as soon as I was able to seek some pious person who knew the ways of God to instruct me in the things of heaven. Close quote. So Lucy Lucy Mac Smith had this experience where she received a revelation, um, and she it seems that she didn't really share this much with the family. Um, she did encourage them to to pray and to seek faith, but it it, it seems that this particular um, experience wasn't shared very much, and she was waiting for a person to come along and show her, you know, the the true church, the true gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm sure little did she know that it would come in the form of one of her children. Um, But it is quite miraculous and wonderful to think that this mother had such an incredible experience, such a revelatory experience, that she would have probably, you know, when her son was seeking through these religions and considering what to do, she may have suggested to, you know, go and find out from God as well. Um, You know, there's a grove of trees over there. Go, Go and kneel in that grove of trees. Um, you know, we, we don't know exactly where the idea to go to the Grove of Trees came from, because Joseph could have just knelt down and prayed anywhere in the house, you know, on, the, on an early morning before people woke up. He could have easily done that. I mean, it was early spring. The weather reports show that in that area in early spring, it's still cold. In fact, the trees. Now, let's talk about the trees for a moment. Whenever we look at a, a, a artist's impression of the first vision, or we watch a, a video clip of the first vision, we usually see, you know, leaf laden trees with green, green leaves, maybe, you know, some blossom here and there early in the spring. And that's usually the pitch that's conjured in our minds. But actually, it was probably very different. It was actually, it was probably not very, the, the, the trees are probably still quite bare, as, as they are actually are in the um, artist impression in the Come Follow Me manual. When you look at those trees, there's not very many leaves at all. And actually, if there was anything, there was probably lots and lots of white blossoms, which would have just made this experience of light um, that we will talk about tomorrow even more vibrant and radiant um, and even more beautiful. Uh, and so that is something. And actually, if you listen to the podcast that I mentioned earlier in the week, uh, the Joseph Swift Papers podcast, about the first vision, it talks about what the first, the, the sacred grove would have been like in that first vision experience. Um, so that's something to consider. And also, if we go back to the uh, Pearl of Great Price account, um, it says, after I retired to the place where I, where I had previously designed to go, having looked around me and finding myself alone, I kneeled down and began to offer up the desires of my heart to God. So actually, it wasn't a random place in the grove. Joseph had designed or prepared a place to go beforehand. If we look in other of the experiences or the accounts of the first vision, Joseph mentions putting an axe in the stump of a tree. He is obviously doing some work for the family farm. And, you know, a few days before or whatever, he would have found this place and thought, oh, this, this looks like a good place, actually. And he put the axe in the tree and left it there. Now, you know, an axe, you know, would have cost some money. So it's obviously something he didn't want to lose or it was very important to their work. And yet he put it there uh, for the, for a marker almost to remember where he had designed to go so that he could then return to that place, take the axe back with him, of course, and 
and, and do his prayer before he left. So um, let's briefly talk about this um, this influence that came over him. He says, I kneel down. I had scarcely done so when I immediately was seized upon by some power which entirely overcame me and had such an astonishing influence over me as to bind my tongue so that I could not speak. Thick darkness gathered around me and it seemed to me for a time as if I were doomed to sudden destruction. Now we know that this was an overwhelming experience for Joseph Smith. We are going to have to talk about this a bit more tomorrow because our time is running short, but I do want to say something, uh, share a quote from... um, in fact, no, I'm not going to share the quote. I'll share the quote tomorrow. But basically, this experience with Satan is different in some of the other accounts. In the first account, I don't believe it's even mentioned. In the second account, I believe uh, in 1835, Joseph does refer to it, but he talks about how it's it was something which made him want to stop praying or it was as if someone was nearby and trying to you know distract him from saying this prayer. And then we're given more detail about it in 1838. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was to describe an experience like this, first, you know, the first time in 1832 when he first recorded this, I wouldn't focus so much on this this influence. You know, he would have tried to have gotten across the experience of finding this answer to what church he should join. And it's natural, perhaps, that he gave more detail about this experience with Satan later, Um because it, it, it was it was not the main focus of this vision. But again, perhaps later on when he had reflected on this experience and why he had gone through this experience, he understood why he had to go through that. And he had to go through that perhaps to understand the power of Satan, but also the infinitely more power, infinitely greater power of our, of, of, of our saviour that was able to rescue him. Well, we'll discuss this a little, a little more tomorrow um, as we go into that the ending of that moment and the actual glorious first vision. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Please do uh, follow the podcast on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. You can also email at ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.